Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Oh man, New Amsterdam Radio starts now. Flopo Voice here in the mayor's office. How's everyone doing? Again, I have to thank you for your support of New Amsterdam Radio. It's being seen and listened to all over the world. We just got some numbers back. I mean, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, New Zealand, the Gambia. Thank you so much for making New Amsterdam Radio part of your podcasting diet. And you can listen to this podcast whenever you stream. We're talking about Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts. But some of the back episodes are available on YouTube. You probably ask yourself, hey, look, on the audio version, you have cool, more recent releases in the video version on YouTube. How do I get access to those video interviews? Well, become a member of our Patreon, patreon.com slash voice. We call it the boisterous crew. You guys get the numbered episodes, the same date, the video versions as everyone gets audio. You can see the interviews as they happen. That's a bonus for being a member of the Patreon. And if you're not really about that Patreon vibe, I understand you can support the show in many ways. Buy a t-shirt over at flobito.threadless.com. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O. That threadless.com. On today's episode, we're talking with Dial Lipsum, someone who is just a fascinating human being, being able to serve our country and find a path for themselves, even if they have their obligations and responsibilities, are looking forward to the next chapter of their lives. Had a chance to chat with him. Uh, he's currently stationed in South Korea. But it was cool to see what the future holds for Daryl, and I think you'll enjoy his journey too. So enough of my rambling. Let's get right into it. My chat with Daryl Lipscomb. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives, thinkers, and doers. It is I, Flobo Boyce, the mayor in the mayor's office, sitting down with people that are doing it, and my guest today is doing it. We're talking about finances, we're talking about personal liberties, we're talking about being able to take your surroundings and overcoming that. Please welcome my guest, Daryl Lipscomb. How are you doing, sir? What's going on? What's going on? I'm good. Life is great. How are you? I, I'm I'm good, but I think you're doing better than me, man. So many slashes on your line. You know, when someone asks you, real talk, if someone asks you at a party, what do you do? How exactly do you answer that question? Because I see like you do eight different billion things. So honestly, I say I'm an entrepreneur. First thing I say is I'm I'm a day trader, right? Okay. And so that immediately to some people that immediately like throws up red flags. But, uh, so, you know, I, I just go, I'm a day trader, and I say that I own a few other businesses, um, yeah. mainly what I do, I day trade. Well, why is that, though? Why is that the red flags at the people? Jeez. So, depending on the generation that you're in, there's this thing, uh, there's this thing <laughs> called the Metal Academy, right? So, there's yeah. these people that go around, and they tell you to join their Forex team, and you'll make a billion dollars, and all this craziness. And so, you know, there's, they're literally just an academy of people who just, their job is to recruit people. Yeah. So many people, when they get introduced to Forex, even like myself, introduced to Forex, we get introduced by people who are literally just there to recruit us. That's how they get their money, their revenue. Sure. Sure, um, sure. So people automatically just assume uh, you're about to try to sell me something. As soon as you say I'm a day trader, they, they just think you're about trying to sell me something. Yeah. So that's where the flags come in at. 
I got you. And and you trade forex or just a bunch of securities or anything in particular? Yeah. So I mainly stick to just forex. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's where I'm comfortable at. That's what makes me the most money. And so I haven't really like wanted to move past that as of now. Yeah, yeah. yeah just forex right now. Yo, I'm curious, man. Like, cause I I heard about day traders. Like, I said, like, the legends like unicorns. I've heard about unicorns, though. I heard about day traders, and and I get two different probably stereotypes, right? I get I get the stereotype of somebody who is just constantly stressed, looking at the the tables every single minute, trying to move money as quick as they can. But then I also heard someone who kind of like you know puts algorithms to work for them, so they can just basically reap the benefits. What is day trading really like in 2022? What is the myth part and what's the reality? Yeah. And so, I mean, there's def- depending on who you are, right? There's definitely truth to both sides. Okay. You can be automated, right? Like with the whole algorithm and stuff like that, letting, letting the algorithm play out. Or you yeah. can be somebody who likes to sit on the charts all day long. So yeah. personally, I took up trading because I wanted to, I didn't want to be working every single day. I wanted to, you know, wanted to work a little bit, make some good money live my life right so to people that you're talking about in regards to like actually being on the charts all day long that's yeah. what we, call, we call those scalpers they're literally on all day long looking at the charts do, do not move like right. just press buttons. those yeah. people yeah, they like the crackheads of trading <laughs> <laughs> but so people like myself <laughs> um people yeah. who I'm, i call myself an intraday trader all right intraday or swing trader so i like to take i like to take a trade let's say monday i'll be out by like wednesday thursday Maybe even next week, depending on, you know, where my profit is looking like, where I'm potentially trying to head to. Yeah. And, yeah. and so when you are making your money work for you, what are you doing your downtime between those days, between those trading days? So right now, like I'm, I'm on that serial entrepreneurship type move. Okay. Tell me about I'm it. To, yeah. I'm trying to get plugged in with a lot of different things, like from things like buying multiple cars, putting them on Turo and things like that. Um, you know, I'm looking at like some Airbnbs, uh, buying properties, of course, you know, uh, being currently in the military, kind of using the VA home loan, all that kind of stuff. And I find like, you know, really making, making the system work for me. So that's the plan though, just buy a lot. Um, and we have assets everywhere. So just for those who don't understand, Turo is kind of like the Airbnb for cars, right? You can get like vehicles and people can rent them, I guess, from you and then, yeah. you know, what's going on. How's that work? Are you, are you doing it where you're stationed now? Because I think so, your career currently, are you going to do where your future going to be? Yeah. So um, I actually took like 60 days. I took 60 days of leave in December, December, okay. heading over to January. Just came back like a week ago and I'm finally out now in Korea. Um, but that's kind of where I got everything started up at. You know, I'm looking at Miami, looking at L.A., LA being where I'm from. Okay. Um, so, you know, I'm just looking at properties, looking at, you know, where potentially I'll buy cars, partnerships, things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I've been, a, and I, I don't call myself an Angelino, but I've been in LA 14 years myself. You know, I came out of here uh, for grad school with the Chapman over there in Orange County. Yeah. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty much locked in. Like, would you come back to LA or are you kind of done with that? Was that good to yeah, Chapman I'm, def- I definitely wouldn't. So, only reason I, would, I would not come back is because I just don't. I don't see the benefit of California anymore. Okay. Like, you know, a lot of people they think about California. They're like, "Oh, I want to go visit." And I'm like, "There's nothing special about California." In my, I mean, me. it's Farmer Boys. I mean, that's a that's a cool spot. I mean, damn. Out, right. <laughs> but, you know, you know, me personally, I do think I'll end up landing uh, myself being like Miami or something like that. Okay. Yes, uh, you surround or Atlanta. Uh, okay. Being all like the black entrepreneurs. But you surround yourself around a group of people who are just on the same wavelength. 
as you. So take a step back, man. So you you came up in California originally, and and you decided to join the military. What was the reason to do that? Because I know people get in there for a bunch of reasons. Like one of my favorite documentaries is the movie Carrier, which uh-huh. basically follows the USS Nimitz around the South Pacific. And what was cool was that there's like a a billion and one reasons why anyone joins the military. You got to fight side by side with those people. What pulled you into that whole whole thing? So, for one, I have my older brother. He's in the Navy right now, currently still. Yeah. About 10 years older than me. Um, Right, yeah, roughly 10 years. That's the first reason. Second reason, I wasn't, I didn't pay attention to school a lot, so I didn't have the grades. You know, it wasn't like the university type. I wasn't a university type of student. Um, I got in trouble a lot when I was a kid. And I know, I, like, again, it was one of those things, like, where, okay, you got to be going to stay in these streets, and one of two things is going to happen, or you're going to decide to, like, look, just head to the military. Just do okay. it. Do your four years, whatever. Do them honorably. Get out. You know, then you, at least you're set, you know, with something, right? You know, schooling, things like that. But that was really my inspiration of things. I, I needed to mature. And I recognized that at a younger age, around, like, 16 years old, um, I recognized I really needed to mature. So, Yeah. What was your branch, by the way? I'm curious. Uh, currently in the army. Okay, yo, man. I mean, look, I don't know how you feel about this, but thank you for your service. As someone who tried to go to the military, they told me nah. <laughs> Definitely, thank you for your support. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure, man. Because I was too fat, basically. I love zebra cakes. That's the reason why the government was like, nah, you good, baby. <laughs> so, so, so you're stationed in Korea currently, but but you're actually towards the end of your 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 term. Like, how you are you? That sounds weird. How are you getting out? Like, how are you deciding your transition? What's that like for you? As in, as in what exactly? Like transition to civilian life, being out of the military. It looks like your next chapter is on the horizon. So yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. I definitely okay. I got my connections outside in the civilian world and things like that. You know, literally these past sixty days from December to February, I that was my time where I I networked the most in Miami. Um, and I found a lot of great people. I, I found out places where I potentially want to stay at. Um, I like, yeah, everything is like kind of, I would say set, but yeah. you know, I definitely have a plan in regards to what's next. Right. But the first yeah. step is definitely come back to California. That's where my parents are from. Parents sure. are at. Um, and then from there, I just plan on, just, yeah. Man, that's, fasc- that's fascinating, man. Cause like on, on one hand you have like the, the, the mind to say, okay, what's, where's my money going to go? Right. You're doing the Forex trading, the day trading stuff, but yet you are not donating, but you're, you're enlisting your body to the government. So like, oh. what's that like on a, on a mental level being able to like, okay, do you like compartmentalize that? Do you go, yo, I'm going to give you 10 hours of training and then I'm going to go back and work on my own stuff. Are you like doing like your algorithmic trades in the middle of training? Like what's that look like, brother? I'm not going to lie to you the past. So, I started day trading September 22nd of 2020. Yeah. September, about September 23rd, I completely checked out of the military. I'm like, okay. mentally, I was checked out. Absolutely, like, you know, yeah. Um, I recognize, you know, I still have to wake up four or five o'clock in the morning, give you guys till about 4 p.m. But, like, realistically, I was, <laughs> it was a study. 4 a.m.? <laughs> well, yeah, it's like for physical training and stuff like that. When I did wake up. <laughs> Damn, okay. You know, I had that mental... That mental shift of like, you know, this isn't what I want to do. Right. You know, I don't I don't want to wake up four o'clock in the morning and some grown man yelling at me thinking that's okay. Like I yeah. just I wasn't okay with that. So I literally I mentally I checked out and I was like, okay, I need to make sure I put in the time. Like so, yeah. you know, I tell people all the time, like 
from my, my 21st, my 22nd birthday, October 3rd, till my 23rd birthday, which was this past year, October 1st, I was like, okay, I'm not going outside. I had to go to no parties. I wasn't with, I wasn't with no girls. I wasn't, you know, I was doing nothing. It was just right. simply just learn how to trade. Learn how to trade, freaking, you know, I'll go, I'll hang out with some boys real quick, you know, a couple hours, but it was trade, 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 trade. And that was simply who I was for the past year, yourself. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, mentally, you know, it was like, even when I went to work, it was like, I, I'll go to the office and I'll just be on the computer. I'll be studying, listening to, listening to podcasts, listening to videos. I'm not really paying attention to work or whatever. They didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I understand the grind, man. I understand the mission, you know, because you want to make sure you give yourself the best possible tools to, to survive and thrive, you know, but like, let me ask you how you felt during those days. I mean, I'm sure you had friends and colleagues that were going out to the bar <laughs> after work and you were like, now nah, I'm good. I'm going to go home and work on my thing. Like, was that difficult I mean, to navigate that? So it definitely was, right? Especially being, what, 22 years old. And it's like, you know, you're, I'm not, look, I'm like, I'm supposed to be turning up right now. I'm supposed to be having fun. Bro, I don't um, know if you can see the video version. We got a dope chain on, looking fresh, a handsome dude. Like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, see, that was in Miami last month. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, so it was definitely, it was a struggle because mm -hmm. I wanted to party. But I was like, you know, one thing that separates me from other people is I have this goal and I'm not going to let anything get in the way, in the way of it. And yeah. so I was okay, you know, missing the parties, missing everything, all the functions or whatever. Just so I know I can set myself up and my family up, you know, down the line. That that's crazy, man. I mean, I didn't say that I was a party animal, but at 22, you, you kind of feel like that that fear of missing out. Even if you're not doing anything out there to be home when everyone is having a time in their life. I mean, I'm surprised that you you fought that urge to be like, ah, forget this, I'll deal with this later. It was hard. I had to literally, I scrubbed all my social medias, had to delete Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and I just mm -hmm. had to click off. Because I was like, every single day I would find myself. Just like damn, they're, they're outside again. Yeah, turning up, but then you get the phone call. Hey, come out, come out, come out. Someone's like, yeah. So that's hard. Yeah, okay. but it's like you just have to have that that psychological strength to be like, okay, like you you have to lock in. So so let's talk about like the ideal, I guess the the the, the future vision board, right? Like you want to go probably go to Southeast Florida, trying to see how you can make that work. Like, what's the portfolio look like? What do you think in the mind's eye, barring anything that's out of the ordinary? What what kind of investments? What do you see yourself as an entrepreneur over the next couple of years when you're out? Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie to you. There's so much that I want to do, right? Heck yeah, um, yeah. The, the biggest thing right now, I just want to get into real estate. I, I okay. really I want to find a way to like invest my money, make sure it works for me like long term. Um, yeah. There is in Alabama, there is this um, the city called or it's a county called Lipscomb County or Lipscomb City or whatever. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my, uh, so again, I, I told myself, I was like 12, 13. I said one day, I was like, I want to own that city. Like, oh, wow. So that's so the goal was like, you know, to work my way up until I get to that point. Of actually owning it, it's in Jefferson County, Lipscomb City. You can look it up. Like, I was like, I want to own that. I want to own it. <laughs> like, I don't know how. How do you own a city? Just walk in one day, like y'all got the money. I'm gonna buy the block. Gotta buy everything. That's the plan. You know, so you know, I understand. Like, you know, the best thing to put your money in for, like, you know, return on investment, like real estate and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? So I'm so big on okay, bet. After this, it's okay. I'm gonna buy a few cars. Going to a goal like you know, I want to you know use them for video shoots, everything like that. Then it's rental properties, right? Investing in like you know townhomes, condos, Airbnb, and stacking the money. 
Because literally, yeah. I, by the time I'm 30, I was like, I want to go to Jefferson County, Lipscomb City. And okay. I wanna what's for sale? I, I feel like everything's for sale at the right price. Well, you know, a lot of times, not so much our generation, but like the generation before us would say, you know what, uh, I mean, you got a good head on your shoulders, brother. Just come on back and get yourself a good job. You know, what's yeah. wrong with not getting a good job, right? Downtown, maybe an enterprise rent-a-car, maybe a deli. Why do you got to go out there and try to own real estate, own a city? What's going on with that, brother? Talk to me. Yeah. And see, and I heard that a lot. I ain't gonna lie. So first of all, me telling people, I was like, I'm getting out the military, was like, yeah. everybody was like, oh, don't do it. Do your 20 years. Everybody swears it's just 20 years. I was like, I was 20 years, though. They always, you know. Yeah. So, you know, and then they tell you, okay, well, you come back or whatever, you know, we can get you a job at so-and-so's company. Like, you know, I don't want to work with nobody else. And I feel like that's the disconnection that, especially, like, you know, our community, uh, we, yeah. we struggle with, right? Is right. Within, like, that financial community and like, what's actually out there. The world is right. ours if you know what we're doing. And right. so the fact that I was like, you know, look, I'm like, I'm 22 years old at this moment. I was like, I know what's actually out there. I was like, by the time I'm 30, am I going to work for somebody else? Work for myself. And so it was literally just I had to have that mindset. Even my mom, my dad, it was like, yeah, like, sorry, but like, you know, I'm going to either be, I'm gonna be dead broke, I'm going to be rich. I got to take yeah. the risk though. And I got to be, the, I got to be that family person who, who sets everybody up. Why do you think that is though? Why do we think uh, people like us that look like us are pushed to get a good job? Like, why? Why do you think that's that's always perpetrated through generations? So, well, first of all, you know, I feel like you know, it passes down because our generation before us didn't know about you know trading and like mm-hmm. stocks, things like that. Like you know, even explaining it to my dad, it's crazy. He's like, I could have invested in this and I could have made this much money. I'm like, yeah, but it's like you know, nobody taught you that, so I don't fault you for not teaching me because you never learned. Right. Um, and so I just feel like, you know, it's always like that for us, because first of all, people see the stock market as a scam still. Right. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I see all the markets are a scam. Right. It can, there's no way you can make money from from home. There's no way you can do all this crazy stuff, whatever. And so it's easy to really get like comfortable. Right. And once yeah. you're comfortable, you know, really, uh, you know, Will Smith talks about how they'll pay you just enough not to chase your dreams. Right. So your, your salary is 50 grand, whatever you say, I want to make that I'm good. That's what they're going to pay you. And so whatever you're comfortable at, that, and that's where it gets, you see you get locked in at, is that comfortability. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, I, I maybe I'm, I'm looking on the outside looking in, but, you know, a lot of times uh, the career trajectory for members and servicemen and women of the military, they come back, maybe they work in the armed forces, maybe they work in, in, in police forces, maybe they work in organizational things, but you're going off the beaten path i mean what what is your network like who do you tap into for encouragement for insight for advice or are you just going out this alone so and that's why and i'm blessed to have mentors right um throughout this entire process so you got to invest in yourself is what i tell people <laughs> um, so definitely i definitely invested in the beginning to get into certain conversations so people can know my name um one of the biggest names in the industry right is uh his name is uh cool black Q Banks, mm-hmm. um, you know, I invested up front, made sure he knew my name, you know, freaking out, you know. So if you go on my Instagram feed or whatever, I took a picture with him a couple of weeks ago. We were in a club in Miami together. But the week before that, you know, I was in one of my other mentors, um, the first person that ever taught me how to trade for real. Uh, his name is Chris. Go by Swaggy C. I, I was in his penthouse in LA, right, right above the Staples or Crypto Arena, or whatever now. Yeah, because I got week beforehand. Um, 
And it's like, you know, you just have to got to invest in yourself. You got to spend the money. People got to see how serious you really are. And so I'm grateful enough to really have, first of all, God bless me enough to have the financials to do such a thing. So I'm not going at this alone. I, I don't feel like it because yeah. I like, you know, they set me up with the yeah. blueprint. Like I literally know exactly, you know, I get out of the military. What's my next step? Okay. I, I tap in with the people they're connected to. You know, I know who I go with, go to for real estate. And then, of course, you know, you meet the people who are on the same grind as you, who started around the same time. And those people also help you along the way. You know, when I was a kid and, and my generation, even before that, it was kind of like, cause I came from Brooklyn, New York. The thing was, oh, man, if you want to get out the hood, if you want to be able to do something, it was either join the military or be a rapper or a baller. And I was a fat kid, so I played football. <laughs> if I was tall, I would play basketball. But you're showing it as a whole other avenue to do that. What's that been experience been like for you being able to go, oh, look, I'm going to go my own path, my own way, to get out of the hood, my own special direction, my own special way? So I think the biggest thing for me, um, you know, so I, I do go to like, so before I was stationed in South Korea, I was stationed in D.C., um, you know, and so I go places like PG County. I go to different places like, you know, around Maryland or Baltimore or whatever. Um, and even before trading, it was all, I was always I always pushed like kids. I used to go to Boys and Girls Clubs. I found opportunities to like give back to kids or whatever. Um, I think the biggest thing that helped me was able to show the kids like, you know, like you just said, you can do more than just, you don't have to be a football player. Somebody, somebody needs to be a doctor. Somebody has to be the lawyer. You know right. what I'm saying? Somebody has to host a podcast show. Somebody has to do certain things. Yeah. So, you know, that's like, that's my biggest thing is like showing people like what's truly out there. And so going back to the United States the past 60 days, that's when I really made sure everybody felt who I really was. Um, you know, cause I, I went to LA. You know what I'm saying? My, my parents don't know this, but I went to like certain, uh, they didn't even know I was coming home, but I went to certain places in LA, whatever I should not have been, but it was, it was to motivate people. You know, some people see it as, oh, you flashy or you bragging or whatever. You got chains on, you riding in this car or whatever, but it's like, yo, people, it's motivating to see, especially somebody who looks like you, same skin color. What are you doing? How do, how do you, how did you drive this Lambo this day? How did your right. chains over $30,000? What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. so- I feel like that's definitely the, the thing. So what do you want to do, man? I feel like the world is your oyster. You can do whatever you want. You got plans of what you want to put for your portfolio, but what do you want to be known for? What do you want to achieve in the next year and a half? What's next for Daryl? So next year and a half is just, just really just investing. But in regards to that first part of like, you know, what I want to be known for. So my plan has always been um, I wanted to start like an outreach center to give back to like the kids in the hood and stuff like that who don't have the how do I say, you know, at least where I'm from, right? We, we didn't have all the nice books. We didn't have what, you know, you start meeting people in different parts of the country. They learn certain things, right? I didn't even know what an HBCU was until two years ago. Yeah, so, I got you. I got like, you. I was stationed in D.C. Like the later part of my, my station in D.C., I learned about Howard University. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I knew it was out there, but I never knew what it was. And so I want to give, I just want to literally start outreach centers everywhere across the world or across, you know, the United States, at least for the most part, to just give back to the hood. You know what I'm saying? Give back to those, those low income neighborhoods and those schools and things like that. Be those investors who don't have a, like some kind of motive behind it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I want to be that authentic person that people can be like, yo, he really cared about the next generation. That's truly who I want to be known for. 
the question I have for a lot of the guests on the show is, man, what do you do on the day off, man? How do you recharge the battery? How do you make sure you're centered to go on and go forth? What does Daryl do when there's nothing to be done? I'd never have a day off. I, I kid you not. What? So, <laughs> you were a machine? I wish. <laughs> um, so I, I even now, you know, I have clients every single day. You know, mm-hmm. people, people want to know how to trade. And so I do offer, like, mentorship services and stuff like that. Right? And so I like to... I, me personally, I'm the type of person like I'm, I understand everybody comes from somewhere and I understand not everybody's going to be able to afford, you know, a five thousand dollar one on one five day course or something like that. And so I do things like, you know, I, I make it affordable and I have all these clients or whatever. And so I'm up literally, you know, four o'clock over here, which is 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern time frame. And I'm up literally four to about midnight every single day. And so, you know, so days off, I think my, the longest days off I had was when I was in Miami. Um, you know, I was in there for, I was, went to like a penthouse, whatever. I had this big old weekend for like a weekend, a weekend only. Like, like that. Wait, wait, penthouse, was that Forex paid for penthouse, brother? Everything I do is Forex paid. Damn, put me on. <laughs> all time. Like, so, you know, people who watch my, um, who watch my life on Instagram, you know, yeah. just recently I posted, I was like, you know, I, think I, I posted like a screenshot or a live video or whatever of me looking through my, my withdrawal history through my brokerage. And I tell people like, you know, last year, so, you know, literally this past year that happened or whatever, you know, according to the army, I made $32,000 yeah. in the month of August. I withdrew $30,000 just like in the month of August alone. November was 40 last month. I think it was like 15 or something like that was like the actual final withdrawal. And so I was like, yo, and like in those six months, or even that one month, I made literally two thousand dollars less than what I made in a year. Yeah. And so, you know, there's just it's no stopping. Yeah. <laughs> like everything, everything I do, I have such a big plan for it. Yeah. Let me ask you a dumb question, man. You don't have to answer this, man. But like a lot of times when we get success, we have something called the big dumb purchase, right? So, what will be your big dumb purchase? Like not not bills. Bills don't count. <laughs> But like, like you want to have like a yacht in the shape of a whale. Like, what would be the thing that you would buy that was absolutely ostentatious? So you're talking about like, what did I buy or what would I buy? I mean, tell me both, brother. So, and I, I don't want to call it dumb, but like, I've always wanted, you know, a Cuban, right? I've always wanted a Cuban. Like, I've always wanted that that flashiness. Um, and so that was my first, I call it dumb now, my first dumb purchase. Yeah, when you look back, and I was, and I got insured, and I got to do all these different things I didn't know yeah. about. Um, so that was my first one. Um, but I think, you know, my my actual big big purchase. Um, I'm really motivated about what Jeff uh, what Jeff Bezos is doing. I don't know if you've seen his new yacht. Um, no, I haven't. So he has a yacht bigger than the Titanic now. <laughs> and so there's about the country, but one of the one of these countries they have to actually dismantle a bridge. Um, yeah, I heard about that. I heard the yeah. bridge being <laughs> so I think I want I want to make my way up to having a yacht like that one day. <laughs> that dude is sort of a bond villain, but in a good way, because I like Amazon Prime. <laughs> Bro, I you you are doing so much, man. And and the fact that you did you did the, the traditional avenue of the military, but did get yourself sequestered by that is inspiring for a lot of people. So if someone's listening right now and thinking, well, maybe I want to be able to break my own mold. They're my nine to five, my cubicle life. Any kind of advice you have for them on how they can like, like shift their perspective to try something like how you did? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is like, why do you want to get 
get with that nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Most people, you know, I ask people all the time, you know, why don't you want to work target Amazon? Oh, I want, you know, I want freedom. What does freedom mean to you? The first, the biggest thing is like, you know, what is your why? You feel me? Once you figure out what your why is, whether it be, you know, your kids, whether it be family, whatever, or yourself, whatever, you know, always remember that when times get hard. Like I tell people all the time, like, you know, I was up three o'clock in the morning. Like I was in tears like last year or whatever, because I was like, I don't understand how to trade. And I'm like, I, I spent all this money on courses, on mentorships, on all this stuff. Life savings gone. <laughs> like it's really done. I'm zeroed out. And yeah. I was like, I don't understand nothing. And so my how I stayed motivated, how I stayed focused was like, okay, why am I doing this? Yeah. And once you really, once of course that and a vision board and stuff like that, once you actually have that and you're like, you know, I'm, I'm a prayer man, you know, I just believe, you know, uh, Faith without works is dead. And so once you like have that mindset and you actually really just pressing on, like there's just no stopping. No, hold on, brother. I was gonna wrap this interview up, but you said you were zeroed out and you continued. Like what? Dead what serious. made you go like, yo, you know what? I am I'm, I'm at zero. If this was a casino, I'll probably get kicked out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm gonna keep go what made you go, you know, I'm gonna keep doing this. What what pushed you to do that? <laughs> The possibilities. There, there's no limitation on trading. There's no yeah. limitation on how much money I can make. I thought me making my first withdrawal ever was seven thousand dollars. Right? Okay, I had a smaller one before that, but I remember my first big one was seven grand. And I thought I had the holy grail. I thought this was it. You know what I'm saying? This was like you know seven eight months down the line of me actually trading. Um, and I had to just remember like, yo, I made seven thousand dollars, right? And I'm like, I look at my mentor. Who's, who who had six figure days, you know? I'm talking about hundreds of thousand dollars in one day, and I'm like, I want to give up because I'm broke right now. I, there was there was no stopping it, and so every single time the army paid me, guess what? Let me try it again, broke. Let me try it again. So there was no stopping. Just possibilities were endless. At first, I was like, man, you crazy. But I will say, anytime you have a visionary, it's usually that kind of moment of folly where it's like, what are you doing? You see something on the other side that no one else sees, and now you're you're, you're reading the benefits of it. Uh, the, the education part of it, is, is that uh, any kind of plans or goals to like spin that off, to have more courses, or just kind of like, if you feel like teaching other people the game, you will? Like, what's that look like? So, you know, I definitely wanted to create a course, but nowadays on the internet, it's so easy to to take people like so for instance i like a course whatever people can easily just pirate it and so it you know it's like like there's not really some it doesn't make sense for me to do it um and so i just right now i'm just doing just mentorships right and yeah. I, definitely, I believe in like you know the whole yesterday's price is not tomorrow's price and not today's price or whatever so you know over the past 14 days i raised the price up by 250 and so that's the plan by monthly you know I'm, it's going to separate who's really serious about it and who's like, okay, I'm just going to do it just because. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I, as of now, I definitely want to continue the education part just until I feel like it's a job again. And once I feel like it's a job, yeah, I'm done. Daryl, I'm doing things big. Yo, if anyone wanted to connect with you, follow you online, man, how they go about doing that? So yeah, only, okay, so I have a lot of fake pages out there. So on Instagram, it is literally how it's spelled here, I a.m. Lipscomb, L-I-P-S, C as in Charlie, Oscar Mike Bravo. Don't, there's no underscores, no dashes, no periods, no ones, no threes. Um, like, I will never, ever DM you first asking you if you want to invest in crypto. I don't even, you know, trade crypto like that. So, yeah. um, 
you know, to be aware of the scammers if you do end up following me because they nine times out of ten will follow you right back. Quick yeah. back if, if I didn't believe you a military, it's a NATO alphabet for me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fox Trot. Charlie Lima. <laughs> I got to do that because, you know, when I when you get to the C-O-M-B, people be like, C-O-M-B? Nah, never mind. Let me just go ahead and do this real quick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone wanted to connect with you directly, how, Instagram is the way to go? Website or? Instagram DM. Um, you know, that's the best way to get a hold of me. Okay. Um, and if you're ever interested, you know, as far as anything I offer services-wise, mentorship, signals, how to learn how to trade, all that type of stuff. You know, I have a link tree right there on my bio. Click that. It'll take you right to my right to my site, and then from there we're connected for life. All right, man. Last question for you here on New Amsterdam Radio. A lot of times people listen. If there any kind of like motivational thing you learn, like a a motto or an axiom, anything that pushes you on, you want to share that with us today? Uh, I think that pushes me on. Yeah. Jeez. Like for me, I always say I keep my hometown proud. You know what I'm saying? Represent Brooklyn. So, what? My only thing that I think about and everything that I do is I believe the standard is excellence. So okay. everything I do, I do it in excellence. I do it unto God. So uh, that's, that's my biggest thing. That's the most motivates me. That's what keeps me pushing is understanding that there is no half off, no half days. So, yeah. <sighs>so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.